Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. We are a little light today, but we are a powerhouse of yes, right? It is Claudette, Catherine, and yours truly, Whitney. We are missing our other two, Sarah and Kathleen, but no, never mind, right? We got this, ladies, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to cover for our sisters who can't make it. We got their back. We we'll miss them, but absolutely. And today we're going to be talking about words, minding your words, conscious language, paying attention to what you say, knowing that what you say brings about what you you bring about, what you think about, you bring about what you speak about. And so it's important to pay attention to your thoughts. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings, and they create your words and your words create your reality. So we're going to be talking about this. Words matter and how you can use your words in positive ways to change what you're getting, whether it's through declarations, affirmations, incantations, whatever it is. I know Claudette's going to talk about the very uh, important way that you can call into the truth. And and Catherine's got some examples that she wants to share as well. So ladies, let's get this party started. Let's do this. We might be light, but we are going to bring it today. Talking about language. (laughs) I mean, it's part of one of just major pillars in life. It's so powerful, you know, on like multiple levels, right? Obviously language is communication, right? We wouldn't have this podcast if we didn't have language, right? It's it's a way to connect and communicate. And, but even, you know, at a deeper level with just manifesting what we have in our life, Language is a big part of that. Uh, A lot of spiritual leaders say we receive what we speak, right? And a language can be super just, is it unconscious or subconscious? I don't know. Is that the same thing, Claudette, when we say unconscious and subconscious? Is that the Um, same? Well, I don't think so. I mean, we have to know that subconscious is that deeper part um, that dwells within your soul and is, I believe, subconscious is the God power that exists within you. 
unconscious is you don't know what the hell you saying. <laughs> yes. Okay. So unconscious, sometimes language can be just super unconscious. Sometimes it can even come from the subconscious or Claudette says from a sort of God or universal source energy within us. Right. Or and then, or it could be super conscious and intentional. Right. And I think we all have really explored and we all live in all three of these places, lady. It's kind of, ladies, it's kind of cool. to. Th- I've never really thought about it that way. It just came out, but we, I sort of live in all three of those places, right? I want to cut out the unconscious, the middle part, and sort of live from that subconscious and then and speak it. Um, but it's powerful and it really brings in to our world what we say, right? And into, I mean, how, I mean, connecting with other humans, like that's essential to our life and our living, right? So I think it goes back to the beginning, right? In the beginning, and God said, let there be light. And everything that is has been spoken into existence in some way, form, or fashion. And so, you know, my belief is that we're created in God's image. Therefore, we have the same, we are one with him. We have that same power. It emanates from him and manifests through us. So we have that same power to speak things into existence. And we have to be very careful with that at the same time, right? We have the power to speak life or death over people. We can be positive in our words and we can be negative in our words. And I had an experience when my son was young and I don't remember the exact word that I said, but he did something that got on my nerves as children (laughs) can have a tendency to do with their parents. And I, you know, I said something negative about his behavior, but he heard me saying something negative about him. And I had to, you know, in that moment, his response, he started crying. I was like, why are you crying? He's like, you said I was bad or, you know, whatever the word was. And I was like, I didn't say you were, I said that your behavior was, and there's a difference. But it made me really start to pay attention to how I was speaking to him so that he was not interpreting the things that I said as things about him in particular. Now, as an adult, of course, I know nothing has any meaning other than that which I give it. But as a kid, he didn't, he didn't have that discriminating ability at that time. And so I just think it matters. And then as a trained lawyer, to understand the importance of words and knowing that saying one word as opposed to another word in contract, right, in relationships can send people in totally different directions. They could send people to court. They could send people to ruining relationships. And so it really does matter what we say. I see you chomping at the bit, Claudette. You know, I love this stuff. So I'm going to share just a mini 
mini bit of what I share in the Truth Inner Circle because we really consciously, you know, Catherine was talking about the unconscious. We really need to step into understanding that we are the masters of our fate, whether we know it or not. And and instead of thinking everything is happening outside of us, the cause and effect of all things, it happens from us. We've talked about that before. And I would just say our words will match what we believe. So start noticing what you speak because there's a direct link to what you are saying into a belief that is embedded into your soul. So people, when they get sick, my allergies, my this, my that, I go, hmm, I just happen to be experiencing allergies. They are not mine. And I am stepping into more health every day. I'm so happy to hear you say that, Claudette. Thank you. I have to jump in because you guys, I was just talking to Claudette and Whitney about my allergies. And I said, I think I owned it. I said, oh, my allergies right now are kicking in. I'm sneezing. I got to, I put it on mute so I could blow my nose. And it was going to sound like a grandpa blow, nose blow. So I just said, let me just save them from this noise. But anyway, sorry, Claudette. I had, I'm, but I appreciate you hearing this because I will not own that. Right. They're not your allergies. Well, they're not yours. And, and, you know, there's, there's a fine thing here. Like if you don't currently believe you can fully get rid of it, you can at least say in your subconscious will accept every day I am attaining and maintaining excellent health more and more every day. I release allergies for perfect health. So you can, you can start to say those things, but our words match our beliefs. So pay attention to what you say. And that, that's a, you know, that's a guidance to, to a belief that's in your subconscious. And, you know, that's why I talk about the truth method and getting truth. And then words are spells. So every day we're casting spells with our words. Have you ever noticed that they're called spelling words? And so what are you saying? So when I wake up, I used to wake up really sad. I used to be very sad all the freaking time. Now I wake up and I go, this day is going to be wonderful for me. Life happens from me and the truth comes from me. And I am in the hands of the divine and the divine works on my behalf. So what do you say in the morning? And I go, today, I'm going to be very happy. And I've just done it for so many years. Happy is my state of being now instead of sad. I'm going to tell you, sad sucks. Okay, it just does. So speak what you choose. I'm going to give you just a little tiny bit from what I teach in the inner circle. So speak what you choose. Be in first person and personal when you are speaking. Be specific. The more specific, the better. And be aligned with your feelings. So if you go around going, I am happy, and you do not feel happy, there's going to be a conflict there because there's a belief in your subconscious that goes, no, you're not. And that's why affirmations don't always work. But you could say, go, every day that I take a step forward, I am happier and happier, and I see all the goodness around me. You could say that. So that's like a spiritual treatment, right? That's something you could say. So I'm just going to give you some really tips. I won't versus I choose. Won't always put you in a state of lack. Choice 
puts you in the position of power that your spirit deserves and it is your birthright. I choose this, okay? And then I need versus I choose. I need puts you in a state of always needing. No, I choose or I desire. And I'll correct myself. I'll say want and go clear, cancel, no, I desire. I can't versus I will. So if you ever are encountering something that feels almost impossible, the divine within me will show me the way. That's all you need to say. I will learn this. I will step into empowering myself to do this. Do you see how that's so much more, well, just empowering. I hate to use that word again, but that's what it is. And then it's too hard versus I choose to make this easy. So all of us are working on projects on this call, plus our other two sisters too. We're always, we're we're very busy. We desire to succeed and expand, to help others. That's what we're doing. So making it easy versus arduous or hard or, oh gosh, I got to do this. Go, no, the divine in me chooses to make this easy and I comply with the divine in me. Like, so start just, to me, your words are power. They are creation. Whitney mentioned that. And so step into the power that's your birthright. Stop walking around, like Catherine said, unconscious, not knowing what you're saying. Pay attention to your words because in your tongue is life and death. Choose life. That's it. (laughs) It is life and death because it can also, like, if you're speaking about a specific illness or problem or you're focused or you're afraid of something maybe happening in your body. I mean, it can manifest into a real physical problem. I mean, we were talking about this earlier and a friend brought this to my attention recently, you know, cause I'll say, and I'm mindful of this now, like before I go to say it, I'm like, well, if somebody's like experiencing something really sad, right? You know, oh, that breaks my heart for them. You know, like even something like that, that that's like an unconscious saying that's like just an out there that we think is like even such a loving, you know, compassionate statement. Well, we're kind of calling that on, right? Claudette, you can't see her. We're on, we record this podcast on Zoom. Oh. She's shaking her head. Don't, <laughs> don't say don't it. Break, break your heart. heart. You know, I don't okay, pick a new statement. Oh, that's, you know, I'm sad. You know, I'm sad for her, you know, so. Well, um, and you, could, you could just say, what, instead of being sad for someone, go, I see her already in happiness. Mm. Like, let's look and notice. Listen, that, like if someone just lost a loved one, right? I, know, see, I, I, see soul, I see her soul being comforted. I see her soul being comforted by yeah. the divine within her and I send her love. I love that, yeah. I, why, why should I take on sadness? Why can't I stand in the gap for her? I love that. Right? That's, that's beautiful. I send her peace and comfort. I send her peace and comfort and I see her in the comfort of the divine. And then you can even project it out. I see her connected to her loved one, even though they have passed. And I see her understanding all things. Yeah. See, you know, speak life over people. That's yeah. Let's empower her. Yeah. 
So we've talked about, you know, the importance of doing this and you're starting to transition into the conversation of how to do this, uh, Claudette. So as we are talking, how can we be and how can our listener be more conscious and aware so that they catch themselves sooner, right? Because when you are in the presence of other people who are paying attention to their language, they will, in love, gently call you out and hold you accountable for that. But if you are, you know, we've all got this self-talk. And so how can we be more conscious and aware in our self-talk if we don't have someone around us who is calling our attention to what we're saying out loud or in our head? That's a really good question. The truth within me knows the way and reminds me when I'm not speaking life. Your inner guidance will remind you every time I've asked the truth within me to tell me when I'm saying a word like want or need, because I mean, I said want a million times. Who of us hasn't? Right. And so now when I I said fear to truth, please remind me when I'm saying that so I can course correct it and you can say clear cancel. And then I just always know now because I've asked to know. Ask and it is given. It is that simple. All these solutions are so easy, but our ego and our lower self wants to make everything complicated and mystical. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, it's just so much easier. And that's just and that's a good point. It, in the beginning, it is very much about consciousness and paying attention, right? And so the place to start is knowing that you want to make a change, right? Making a decision that you want to make a change and inviting the divine in to help you, inviting the truth in to help you, right? To identify when you are using words or thinking thoughts that are not moving you towards your vision, right? And so if you don't have a vision for where you want to go, then it's going to be more difficult to get there. Well, absolutely by accident, but be intentional about it. The truth in me knows the way. That's another thing that you can say. If you don't know what your next step needs to be, whatever, the truth in me knows the way and will guide me. I receive that guidance. Like it's that simple. I love that. Right. The guidance is always available within us. I think it's also very, very important to just remember too, that we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're humans and we are going to screw up in this language area for the rest of our lives. It's a journey, as I always love to say. Brene Brown was just speaking on this and something I was listening to her recently. And she'll start off speeches. And I just loved hearing her too, because she says she, you know, Brene Brown is like a queen, right? Like we all are. She is like so good on some of these topics and you know, especially in like the shame and leadership areas and helping people heal in those areas. And language is a big part of that, but she'll start a talk off even today. And she's so nervous and she's got the angst going in her. And I loved hearing that because I could totally relate. I still get nervous starting these podcasts, but she'll say straight out, listen, I'm going to screw up in something I say today. Like, I'm, I'm going to use the wrong thing. There's going to be something. And she just puts it out there up front. And I just think that's so important. And like, she speaks a lot about 
she studies, she's a doctor who studies vulnerability and being vulnerable in language. And that's a big part of leadership. And I'm super dedicated. A big passion of mine is like, be the best leader I can be. And so anyway, language is obviously a huge part of all of that. So I've done a lot of work consciously for myself in this area. So just, you know, knowing that, you know, give yourselves a break too, but being conscious of it, like you guys are saying, I mean, that is always being conscious of it, right? Because then even if you, in being in your heart on it, you know, often I've noticed if I'm in conversations, you know, I'll get too wordy. It's like, just take a deep breath and settle back down, right? And roll your shoulders back or take a couple deep breaths or whatever and get grounded and become conscious again. Cause it's such like an autopilot thing for me. So, you know, um, just, you know, the other thing I do when I am going to have a conversation that is important or I'm speaking or even, you know, for these podcasts or whatever it is, you know, even, you know, going and doing, you know, some kind of marketing video or whatever, like preparation for me from a conversation to, you know, making videos and things like that. Anyway, I always write things down first. Like I get it, get my thoughts down on paper. And that helps me also craft like the language that, you know, because I feel like sometimes off the cuff, sometimes it's great, but sometimes it's not right. And there's a better way. And especially if there's a lot, if there's emotion in it, certainly it's something to, to really go through that, this conscious process of writing it down. If it's an emotional topic um, and because, because People can interpret the same word, right? I can say one thing, right? And you ladies could interpret it completely differently, right? So that happens all the time too, right? We hear the same, we, you know, a group of people, you hear one thing, it's interpreted 10 different ways, the same sentence. So that's something to be mindful in communication is one thing I will ask often is, well, what do you mean to just get clarity to dig deeper in that because there's all kinds of meanings we take on depending on our own experiences and beliefs and triggers and, and whatnot. So there's a lot to go into it, but there's ways to get more and more conscious and train your brain to be more and more conscious. And people, you don't know that, you know, if you're coming from your heart too, like, and you're vulnerable People are more forgiving. And then, you know, like there's also going to be oversensitive people, right? And in my opinion, you know, oversensitive people can be very draining. So, you know, you're not perfect and you're going to tick somebody off once in a while too. So, you know, allow yourself to be from your heart. So you give yourself more grace in the process, you know, it makes me think about just the other day I was at a spa getting a facial and the lady, I love her. We had, we were just, we were cackalacking the entire time, right? Like relaxing facial. And I just love the vibe of this, this chick and she, and we just were talking the whole time. And anyway, she said like her spouse and I had, I said, Oh, okay. And a cut, you know, a little while later in the conversation, I said, husband, 
assuming, right? And I go, oh, if it is a husband, she's like, well, no, actually it's a woman. But I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, no, it's cool. No worries. You know? And it was like, you know, it was totally fine, but it was just me like being on like autopilot. Right. And like, but it, she was totally like forgiving and we were laughing and cackalacking the rest of the time. It was cool. And like, it was an innocent, sincere moment. Like I would never be trying to like offend anybody by just doing an assumption, but it was like a stupid unconscious thing that, that we were talking about earlier. So anyway, you know, so forgiveness as well, that really people are, you know, most of us are just innocent as well. And I learned from that moment too. Like I probably won't assume again when I'm in a situation like that again as well, because that did happen. And I am also like, it's important for me to, I don't know if the right word is sensitive or whatever, but to be aware that it doesn't look a certain way. Right. right? And I, I'm sure she understood that it wasn't it wasn't malicious or, or, you know, filled with malice or anything like that. And I think that goes back to, you know, the, the point of being conscious. And, you know, so the the way I try to um, approach this is I ask every day, every single day, I ask for the the right heart in, in interacting with people and the right words, the, whether I'm writing words or speaking words, whether I am having a conversation with one person or having a, you know, speaking to a group or at an event to have the right words and to pay attention simply to those words so that I can communicate what, what is in my heart. Right. And Everyone is operating out of their heart. Some people's hearts are not, maybe not pure and some people's are, right? But we are all acting, speaking, thinking out of the overflow of our hearts. And so as much as it matters what comes out of us, it also matters what we put in, right? So the words that we're reading in books and that we're hearing, that we're repeating to ourselves. And so something that Claudette said earlier just made me think about this uh, in, in terms of this question of some tips on how to do this. And it's, it is going inside. And whether you use the truth method, whether it's meditation or just sitting in silence, whatever you choose to call it, right? But And choose what works for you. Or writing. It, or right. writing, journaling. It's taking the time to be quiet and to listen. Listen to your inner intuition in terms of what it is you should be saying and how to say it. The guidance is there, that the wisdom is there, is within you, but you have to ask for it to come forth. And don't be afraid of doing that. I, I think sometimes people are, you know, that's too woo-woo or whatever. It, it, then don't think of it as woo-woo. Think of it as simply as a conversation that you're having with yourself or your divine, the God, whatever it is you are choosing, right? And just ask for 
that guidance, ask for the truth and the direction. And it's as simple as just slowing down, quieting your mind so that you can hear the answer. And don't be so intent on always asking or telling, but to be open to hearing. I love that. I call that into the stillness. I think the most important thing to remember on this call is your language has power behind it. Your language creates your reality. What you say is yours is yours. So if if there's something that's undesirable in your life, you may not want to claim it as yours, right? Uh, So, and you can always release it. You can always say, I now release this. And every day I step into more health. Every day I am getting better and better. And that is a way that you can talk to your subconscious. And even if you have a belief that created the illness, because everything comes from us. Just remember that we are the operant power. What that means is what we believe creates its cause and its effect. And a lot of people don't want to hear it because they don't want to believe that they're creating something that's undesirable. But I would say this world would really suck if we truly were subject to just random things happening. It would really suck. So I would rather step into the knowledge knowing that I do create everything I experience. And so if there's something that's undesirable, I can uncreate it, right? So, but our language is part of that. So just choose wisely and just ask the eternal truth, God within, to remind you when you're speaking things that are undesirable. You know, it's that simple. Absolutely. And like what I've made it a habit of doing is like, I'll like minimize things that are frustrating me. So I would like have a tendency, for example, to like, maybe be like, oh, I'm so like effing frustrated, blah, blah, blah. I'm, feel- I'm like feeling so effing overwhelmed, this and that, and like make it big. It's like, you can actually make it small. That's an option, right? And like, all right, we got a little bit of a thing to like figure out here and work through, you know, and that helps calm my nervous system when I, you know, even if I, at first the hit is like, oh, this big frustration. And often it is in me, I get this bigger hit of like frustration or angst. And then I'll be like, all right, it's just a little thing to work through, you know, rather than, you know, make it bigger, you can make it smaller. Right. And then, you know, the good things make the good things bigger, right? Make them even bigger and bigger and celebrate and make it flipping amazing. Everything's amazing, outstanding, fantastic, wonderful, right? Really exaggerate the good and call more of that in and get your ner- down to your nervous system. Like, I feel hyped up now, like just saying those words, right? And so you know, this frustrating stuff or the anger, you know, we all have our home plate emotion, right? Mind overwhelmed, you know, the disempowering emotion, right? Anger, sadness, we all have our, so make those when that happens, try, you know, for me, I just started making a habit of speaking it smaller and it calmed me a little and the good things speak them bigger, more exaggerated. That literally has been a practice that's really helped. 
And I have, as we wrap this up, thinking about both of what you're saying and this concept of not claiming things that you don't want, right? To claim what you want to pay as we are paying attention, particularly to things that we tend to say we are, right? To watch your I am statements. I think we've talked about this before. Watch the things that you say that you are because your brain doesn't know the difference between whether it's true or not. So if you keep saying something, right? It was particularly when they are transitory states or feelings. You are not your feelings. You are not your bank account. You are not your self, your self-worth is not wrapped up in your net worth, right? And, you know, the things that we tend to just own automatically, just to stop and think about that. And again, ask every day for the right words to convey what it is that you want. And so make sure that you are only making statements that claim what you want. Watch your I am statements. Pay attention to how you are calling into being things that are happening in your life that you don't want. Ask, what are you saying that is making those things a reality for you? And I can guarantee you, if you slow down, you listen to your intuition that, and then start, you know, even if it's one statement at a time, right? One day at a time, if you start paying attention to that and making changes, one conversation at a time over time, you'll get where you want to go. One of the things you can also do is start including in your circle people who will hold you accountable for the things that you're saying. So I am done. Any last word, Claudette? I would just say, and this is something I also share, but just start telling yourself, I am defined by the eternal within me. And that's it. I'll leave on that note. Awesome. Catherine, last word. Just be mindful and loving to yourself. Use loving language in your mind because we have our own language that happens in just our mind that's different than the words we're speaking. So conscious and mindful about that. You can cancel your thoughts even in your head. You say, delete, cancel that. You don't even need to speak it, but be mindful of that too. And it all just starts with this consciousness and it will bloom from there. Awesome. Thank you. And if you would like to share with us, because we would like to hear from you how you are making changes in your language, what kinds of things and tips or tricks or strategies you are using to make changes, or if you need help in that, please reach out and let us know. You can find us on our website, beyondyourbestplan.com and in our Facebook group by the same name. We look forward to hearing from you and thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. See you next time. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. 
You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.